My name is August McLaughlin, and I've been contemplating girl boners for years. It's time for Girl Boner Radio with August McLaughlin, a spicy blend of personal stories, in-depth reporting, and inspiration. Girl Boner is where good girls go for sexual empowerment. Listen in as August McLaughlin, award-winning health and sexuality writer, explores female sexual pleasure like no one else. She's the big sister slash girlfriend you've always wanted, and she loves to talk sex. Only on Global Voice Broadcasting. What did the vagina say to the penis? So, you come here often? <laughs> Guess what we're talking about today, you guys? Penises. Welcome back to Girl Boner Radio, everyone. I'm your host, August McLaughlin, and I'm so excited to be sitting here with an awesome adult star who is transitioning out of the industry but has a lot of experience and has been up for all kinds of awards and has wonderful insight to share. We also have a great question from a listener whose partner's penis is so large that she has resorted to ibuprofen. And a whole lot of fabulous facts on women's questions about penises I asked on Twitter and received some very good questions. Definitely find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Search for August McLaughlin or Girl Boner so that you can get more Girl Boner fun. If thanks to my awesome joke there, you could use some therapy today. <laughs> Just kidding. Or seriously, anytime. I'm such a fan of therapy. Please check out Talkspace, an online therapy platform that offers 24-7 access. You get matched up with a credentialed therapist based on your needs and goals, and then you get to talk through text, audio, video message, or Skype almost immediately, like within 24 hours. The plans are much more affordable than conventional therapy, and you can save $30 and support Girl Boner at the same time if you sign up at Talkspace.com forward slash boner. If you sign up elsewhere, please let them know that Girl Boner sent you. And to get more Girl Boner updates, sign up for emails from my blog. It's augustmclaughlin.com. London Keys, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. So first, I'd love to hear a bit about your journey. What did you learn about sex growing up? Um, let's see. Well, when I got in the industry, I, I wasn't, like, I feel like I wasn't fully knowledgeable about everything. So like douching, animating, all of that, like how to like really maintain all of your parts so that they're all happy and healthy. Um, I didn't really learn till I got in the industry. So what I thought I knew about sex was like so minimal um, prior. Like I had a lot of sex, but it wasn't like till you have real sex. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's interesting because having sex and actually learning kind of about the myths and what really happens. Yeah. And plus, to be in adult entertainment for the screen is a different thing, too, because you're using your genitalia in ways, and for longer, yeah. you know, than, than people generally would. So how did you get into the industry? So I got in. It was just a fluke thing. I didn't even know you could get in this easily. So it was um, actually <laughs> my old Coke dealer <laughs> when I was 18. So his girlfriend was in it. And um, I don't do Coke now. I'm just going to side note that. Um, and so he basically told me about it. And two days later, I flew out and I was linked up with uh, Type 9, which was an uh, agency at the time. And I, I just like dove right in. And um, it kind of just like clicked for me. And so I ended up staying in. And now I think even after I, I stopped shooting about a year ago, um, but didn't announce it. And then uh, so now it's about like... Uh, 10, 11 years I've been in. So um, 
that was my whole transition into the industry. <laughs> Fascinating. And I'm sure you've learned a lot about penises. Yes. <laughs> so we have some really great questions from people. And I thought we could first just address a question that comes up a lot, which is, does size matter? And I know that it matters most, it seems, to the people who have penises. Like, I feel like it's such a fixation. Yeah, like, I will, okay, it, it matters most to, like, yeah, exactly, the male gender more. They're the ones that always ask that question to all of us. But I think it's, like, it's, it, it if it's too small, like, I mean, you can work with pretty much anything. But um, it's, it, I think you, it's size really doesn't matter for me. So I think it's, if it's too small, like I'm talking like micro, then <laughs> then we have issues. But um, the, like the G spot, for example, is only a few inches in, right? Yeah. And I read a really interesting study that showed the average penis size flaccid is like between three and four inches. But when they ask people with penises to report their size, and then they figure out the average, it's like eight inches. Like, so I think that speaks a lot to the pressure to round it up. Like if I'm not, if I don't say that my penis is huge, then somehow I'm not as much of a man. Whereas it seems like most people are like, it's about pleasure and arousal. And there's so many things you can do with positions and your mouth and fingers. And yeah. So I think it's more of like, uh, recognizing that there's other ways to stimulate yourself. And so I think it's being able to, again, have sex properly. So, and that's, I I think that's more of a, um, uh, an important part than just the size. Absolutely. Could you talk a little bit about double penetration? Because I know that's something that you have a lot of experience in. (laughs) So for somebody who's kind of a lay person to it, what is it and what do you enjoy about it? Okay, so double penetration is basically anal and vaginal at the same time. I love it because I like being the center of attention. <laughs> is that what the drive so for me? One of the parts, one of the main components is well, it feels really good. Like if you have the right dick, like both of them are like perfect size, and then it just like then they're rubbing up against each other. <laughs> so this sounds like like I'm like guys are probably like what, but um, it feels so good. So it's the tightness. It's like. Um, and I'm like a voyeur and I also like being watched. So I think the additional having another guy involved um, adds more of like it's OK, you're doing a show for him and then a show for the other guy. And then and you're the center of attention. And so so it brings in that exhibition kind of fantasy. Yes. Yeah. yeah which can be really sexy to feel that 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 you're being watched. And, yeah. And that two people are experiencing pleasure and getting turned on by each other's pleasure. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And then they like sometimes they start to compete. And then it's like then you're just it's like like, you know, like one wants to fuck you harder. Or one wants to be better. So this is like on. I've only had one. I've had only one. DP outside of the industry off camera? I think maybe one or two. Oh, no, no, no. I've had two um, that were real situations that just happened. And uh, so on camera more primarily, it, it feels like more of a competition between them. But then you get like their A-game performance. And then it's like everything's about you and pleasing you and like how. So it's like everybody's kind of on top of their game, I feel like. That's nice to hear that your pleasure is a goal. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. the thing. And so that's where I think the competition of who can get me off more. So it's like, you know, so that's where it's like becomes fun, feels be- uh, feels good. And it's like they're working to do that. Mm, OK. So we have a question about a large penis, which we'll hear from our resident expert, Dr. Megan Fleming of Great Life, Great Sex as well. We have this great question from Sienna who wrote this. I have a problem that might sound cool, but it's actually literally painful. My new boyfriend has a very large penis. I haven't told him sex hurts because I don't want him to feel self-conscious, 
But other than lube and even ibuprofen, I'm not sure what to do. I know we can do other things like oral, but him being inside of me is my favorite. Also, can his penis stretch me out down there? I'd love to hear your thoughts. Thank you so much for your question, Sienna. Here's what Dr. Megan had to say. Sienna, thanks so much for your question. Um, You know, I think that it's so interesting. We often, uh, sort of the expression, careful what you wish for, you know, this idea of wanting a very endowed partner. But to your point, uh, it, it sometimes can be uncomfortable and potentially painful. And so the biggest piece of information I can give you is that the vagina is really meant to accommodate any size. I mean, if you think about it, women have babies, right? And so um, there's that quality of elasticity. Um, but the most important aspect of that is taking the time and not rushing foreplay. I think so often, um, you know, once couples have started to have penetration, uh, the level and amount of foreplay often gets really diminished. And uh, what you really need to do is not only just use lubricant, but really taking the time so that your vagina in and of itself naturally lubricates. Um, And the nature of a vagina is that it does expand and accommodate. And so uh, the biggest tip I can give you is really increasing the amount of time uh, for you to get aroused and to extend your foreplay. Um, the other thing I would also say is the potential value of, in a sense, the concept of dilation. Uh, so what that would look like is prior to penetration with his penis that he might insert one or two or three fingers because in doing so, your your vagina is sort of accommodating and uh you know, dilating and getting comfortable with progressive increased um, sort of size and girth. So um, using lube, taking time to get aroused, and importantly for you to recognize that you won't, quote unquote, be stretching out uh, or in any way ruining your vagina because the vagina is just going to, you know, it's in an unaroused state, it's just going to sort of collapse. It's going to uh, go back to, you know, sort of the relaxed state. And the one piece, though, I might consider, have you think about is because you're anticipating that he's large, you might be, we call that anticipatory anxiety. So that, that worry, that concern, that actually might be translating in your body to contraction of both your pelvic floor muscles, potentially your thighs, your buttocks. So you definitely want to be aware when if you might be sort of preparing and guarding and holding tension in your body, because that certainly would make um, the penetration or experience more uncomfortable or painful. So focus on the relaxation, focus on the arousal, know that you're perfectly fine In no way uh, is your vagina going to be permanently altered or changed by having a partner with a a larger size penis. The only also thing I can say sometimes clinically is um, it's not uncommon if someone really enjoys a partner uh, who has a larger size penis that if you start then dating somebody like sort of immediately or, you know, if you have sort of an open relationship with a smaller penis, you may not notice the same tension and friction. Um... So I call it the comparison trap. So I definitely have had and worked with women who now are seriously dating um, a man who may have a significantly less less endowed, right? And one of the frustrations sometimes they experience initially is that feeling of uh, not feeling the same sort of width or girth. And so, um, again, that's sort of the comparison trap. And I think, if anything, that might be the one um, thing that may come up, but that as anything in time, you know, your body and your mind um, 
sort of accommodates and you absolutely can be experiencing pleasure with any man, any partner in sort of any shape and size. So uh, have fun, play, and definitely focus on lubrication, taking the time for foreplay and your relaxation. As always, love to hear how it goes. Thank you so much, Dr. Megan. London, as somebody who has had a lot of experience with people with large penises in porn, what would you have to say to that question and sort of how it's affected your own sensation? Um, well, I mean, I always make sure I do my kegels. So I'm like, because that's the thing is I, even though it's like the elasticity and everything, but it's like after years of where you don't want to like wear down like the muscle and everything and kind of want to bounce back. Um, so when it comes to like, I guess, yeah, exactly. What I think is average is not the average woman. So, um, it's, it's, I've had situations where they were too big, um, anal definitely with anal as well. But then it's just exactly you warm up, everything warms up and like loosens up. Uh, so it's kind of like, again, this industry taught me a lot about my body. So I know how to like accommodate it. And so like I was like with toys, anything. So it's kind of like having patience and doing and like listening also. So like if it hurts, like, I don't know, my advice would be like, to actually share that because you don't want to push your body to an extreme where you can actually tear or anything. And so I think like that's where you need to like slow down and actually like communicate that. Yeah. Thank you for mentioning that because for Sienna, I think it's really important to know that sex is not supposed to be painful. Mm -hmm. And so it can feel really uncomfortable to stop someone in the moment and be like, you know, that hurts. But having those conversations is really important because then you can work through it together because your partner doesn't want you to feel pain either. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And we have another question from somebody on Twitter who asked, what should I do with his balls? Uh, I love balls. <laughs> so <laughs> I love like my favorite thing is to put my like if you're like giving him head, putting your hand underneath and it's like uh, the taint like right between. The, I love I always love pushing on that. So that's like my favorite. So I always just put my hand underneath or I put them in my mouth because I like balls and I like playing with them. And of course, like gently, but like I love licking them, everything. So for me, it comes as like second nature, I guess, for, to play with balls because I'm like, yum. <laughs> add a lot to oral and to blowjobs, right? Yeah. Because I think there could be a tendency to focus only on the penis. And there's so much sensitivity. And like you said, be gentle. Yeah. Because it is an area that can be too much and to work with your partner. And, and you'll know if they're yeah. loving it, right? Yeah. You can, like, see, like, their reaction and, like, like some guys like it. Exactly. Like, if you hold them and you pull them or something a little bit or, like, if you lick your tongue around. So it's kind of, like, more, like... I don't know. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Like, yeah. realize they're fun. I love them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Have you noticed any difference between uncircumcised versus circumcised? Because I read that there's one study, at least, that showed that an uncircumcised guy will basically feel the same as to to the person. Like, they just they experience just as much or, or to the person they're penetrating. It'll feel the same, uh, but that they might feel more sensitivity if they're if they if they're cut, they're supposed to feel less sensitivity because it's built up cartilage, basically. Right, exactly. But for for me, I can tell the difference. I prefer uncut. Um, for anal, definitely it goes in smoother. It's just like and and with with uncut vaginally, it like. I don't know. I think that something with the foreskin like gives it more of like a gliding kind of it's not like it doesn't feel so like um, sometimes the head's too big and it feels like bumpy, <laughs> you know, or it gets like it hits you funny. But like with with foreskin, it like everything's kind of like a smooth ride. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. That's so interesting. And it's cool, too, that, you know, I think there's no ideal like 
penis shape, size, all those things, right? Like I feel like it can seem like there's an ideal just as with vulvas and vaginas, you know, when people are having different surgeries and it's totally up to people. Like it's your own personal choice. What you want to do is great, right? Uh, But I think it's important to not go like, oh, I'm going to try to fit this specific ideal. Like since the – because I've seen there's all these pills and products for enlarging the penis and all this stuff. And there's something about – embracing what you have. And I think that's really sexy. Yeah, that's the thing is it's like, I I mean, exactly. I like all dicks. So I'm like, I'm not just like, oh, I'm only going to fuck you if you're not cut. Like, I like them all. You'll find something great about, a great quality about all of them. Like, so um, it's just like, exactly, embrace what you have and enjoy what you have. And especially with your, like, if you're um, like sexually interacting with someone else, it's like, of course, they're already turned on by you. So it's kind of like you're, you're, I think for me, it's like no matter what, if I find you attractive, I find the whole package attractive. So what's your best blowjob tip besides also paying attention to the ball, <laughs> which we know you love? Um, spit, definitely spit. But it's the spit from the back of your throat. So that thick one that comes out. So it's always like when you gag on it, it's that thick saliva that comes out. And then that like kind of uh, acts more like a lube than a regular regular spit that like dries up right away and so that and then also go slow I think like what get, so I even catch myself because sometimes you get so into it and you're going fast but the thing is I've never really heard a guy be like okay faster 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 race to the end and it's like it's always been slow down slow down yeah, slow down that's such a good point because we do hear that women people with vulvas are much more you know take your time with them but it's yeah. like slowing down is Build sensual wonder for everyone, although I love quickies. So they can both be great, right? Yeah, like exactly. The variety is good. Exactly. But slowing down does let you feel more pleasure throughout your body, don't yeah, you Yeah. It's more, I think, stimulating for everything. So. Yeah. Somebody specifically asked this for you. Okay. Uh, how do you take in so much penis? Like when you are <laughs> on set and there's like hours and hours of it. Are there special... Wait, what do, you, what do you mean? How do I take in so much penis? How... So so your genitals... How do I put them inside me? <laughs> oh, how do you kind of deal with that? Like, is there like kind of wear and tear feelings? Does it get abrasive? Is it kind of kind of the physical strain of maybe working on a porn shoot for hours? Um, oh, like throughout the d- duration of time, like each scene and everything through time? Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, well, I mean, that's the thing is like we now, being in the industry has made me learn how to like maintain my body. So it's like BV pills, yeast infections, like um, douching and not over douching because you need some of those fluids in you and you don't want to distort the pH level. And so then it's like uh, enemying and everything. So it's kind of like you have in, in case you get a UTI or something, how to deal with that. And like so it's kind of overdue time, you know, if you feel something's happening that's not like, OK, I need to get a BV pill or I need to cancel the shoot because I have a tear and it's just going to tear more or whatever. So it's kind of like exactly listening to your body, knowing when enough is enough or you need a break or you need to like take a few days off or something like that. It's being able to recognize like to not push it to the limit of like everything falls apart. <laughs> right, right. Um, I feel like I have to mention, too, that douching isn't right for everyone, right? And yeah. that it actually... Because the vagina is self-cleaning, which is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> like, the vagina cleans itself. <laughs> that that we don't 
really need to do that. You're talking, though, it sounds like because you're doing so much more, yeah. like just freshening up, it helps you feel fresher. Is yeah, that you yeah. And you use water and um, like I never use a solution in it. Just wash. Oh, okay. yeah. So water is good. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like all the fluids. So if you're doing anal, like you don't want So after it's like good to douche, but like exactly, you don't want to over douche. Like sometimes if I'm not, if I, it's like I've been shooting so much and I don't want to douche, I'll like in the shower afterwards, like just use water and like kind of rinse it out with my hand. So it's not like, like gotcha. just shoving it up. And you're not putting chemicals in there. No, okay. no. And so then, um, yeah, it's like you kind of just have to know when enough is enough. Yeah. Yeah. So. Cool. And what do you wish more people knew about penises? Do you feel like there's a big myth that you've learned along the way? Because having experiences with many different ones are kind of special. A kind myth. of. I'm trying to think of what's a myth I've heard. Uh, what would be an example of like. One, I guess, would be that size matters a lot to um, for pleasure. Uh, Bigger's better. Um, I think one is like uh, <laughs> the bigger's better. Um, God, I don't know, like a myth. Uh, mm, like I, I, I guess, like that. I would like guys to be aware that like yeast infections can be passed to them. So then, when they like, it's if there's something funky going on there, you know, and then they expect us to put it in our mouths or like in us. And then we're like, okay, you kind of like, like we douche or whatever on set and like how we prepare ourselves, like make sure you're good over there. So the hygiene of it, like it's not just one-sided. So, and even in personal lives, like to make sure that like, say you're, say you're not cut, to make sure you clean out like the inside of your foreskin. Like it's just, I feel like a lot of guys aren't as hygienically aware. Like they think it's just like, well, it's outside my body. So it just rinses off in the shower. That's such a good point because also with bladder infections, Mm -hmm. you know, some people are more prone to them than others. And we always hear like pee after sex, but actually the bacteria that's coming in from your partner can really influence whether you get one or not. So hygiene before too, right? Yeah. It's like before, after it's like just keeping it like, I feel like everything, the focus is so much on us to be hygienic. Like, ew, she smells like fish, you know, that whole stuff. It's like, okay, wait, hold up. You guys have to be hygienically clean too. And I think they skip that step or they don't think they have to do, they're not as aware. Yeah. Yeah. So So true. I think it's also really fascinating that the penis and the clitoris come from the same tissue Mm -hmm. and they really are about the same size. It's just that the clitoris is inside. You know, we see the little button outside and and it gets erect too. Yeah, it's yeah, not exactly. On the outside. Yeah, that. Well, I mean, we were all born. We were all initially female first, or like it had that clitoral kind of tissue. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, well, I mean, our chromosomes. We were all so it's, and then it, it even while you're a baby. So it's when the testicles, which are the fallopian tubes, or uh, yeah, descend, and that's what the testicles are. Isn't that fascinating? Like that we're so much more similar. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes. and, and it just and we have similar nerve endings, clitoris and penis, although. There's so much more in the yeah because our the part orgasms, of the, clitoris, the external clitoris is it supposed to be uh, our orgasms are more intense? I feel like I heard that than men. I think you know I'm not sure if there's been a study of comparison, but I know our pleasure capacity is higher. Yeah, I think yeah. So. Masters and Johnson even studied that like way back when the first sexual science studies were, were happening, and they couldn't really talk about it much because people were so upset that they were saying women were, quote, more sexual, which actually what they were saying wasn't more sexual. They were saying they have a higher capacity for pleasure. Like, you could have multiple orgasms. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So on set, do guys, are they expected to have multiple orgasms then? Uh, No, but then you have the few guys that can pop multiple times. So there are the, like, far and few between that can pop multiple times. Um, And then... 
uh, then some guys shoot multiple scenes a day. So, I mean, it, like, for, okay, I, for them, I'm sure it's straining. It can be straining and uh, strenuous. But, um, yeah, so those ones are like, <laughs> it's like, how did you do that? Yeah. Because, I mean, we can do it, but, like, that was our thing. <laughs> hey, don't take that. No, I'm just kidding. We can all share. It's all yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and also knowing that the penis, there's pleasurable parts all around it. Like, there's so many different places, even besides the penis. Like, there's the pee spot, the yeah. prostate. Well, that's the thing. I, okay, if I could have one wish, it would be to know what the orgasm, not one wish. I'm sure there's multiple stuff I'd want, but that one. For a sexual thing, to know what it would feel like to have a prostate. That mm. orgasm. Because that's supposed to be, like, an unbelievable orgasm. Ah. Uh, so, I mean, I'm like, for guys that don't try it, I'm like, oh, my God. You're, like, wasting out something that's so amazing. Is that something that happens on set? Uh, like, well, like, uh, guys will like us to, like, some will like us to lick their ass. I've had guy, guys where, even in my personal life, playing with their ass, like, everything. So, um, I mean, I feel like a lot of guys, because they think it's, like, gay, they won't try it. That's like, in tough. personal, I, it's more like personal life, because I think, or not my personal life, but in, um, uh, uh, outside of the industry, I feel like it's more civilians are like that. But because our industry is so, like, we're, like, evolved sex people, sexual human beings. So um, we all kind of, like, a lot of us will try a lot of things, I think, yeah. throughout our life. We just are more um, open to things. Sure. That makes sense. Yeah. Have you noticed different flavors and aromas based on food? Because I know that, like, Annie Sparkle, I think was her name, a porn star who tasted many different uh samples of sperm and have come said that she could tell a difference. A lot of people kind of anecdotally say that, you know, and there was one clinical study that showed that if somebody, and this is all genders, eats really meaty, fatty stuff, have a much more pungent, kind of less appealing smell and taste down there. And then if you eat more fruits and vegetables and, and you don't eat the higher fat stuff, it's a little bit better. Have you noticed any difference? Um, I mean, I don't know if it's actually true, but I have heard that like where it's like drink pineapple juice and blah, blah, blah. Because it's like, I mean, if we think about it just in our bodies in general, it's like some people have acne from eating sugar. So it's like it could react in a different way, like because that's the same thing. It's like from your inside. So it's like you're secreting a fluid. And then so I could I, I think it does have a lot to do but I don't know if it's, like, so which food does what. Like, yeah. But I do believe it. It's what you eat is, like... Makes sense. It's, like, yeah. that's why when you eat garlicky food, your sweat's a little exactly. different. If you eat asparagus, your pee can smel smell weird. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> vitamins, like, sometimes you... Oh, oh, yeah. oh, another thing is, like, steroids. You can always smell, like, the guys... Because it's on the, their sweat, you can smell, like... Really? I can tell when they're on steroids because you can smell the... It smells like... um vitamins basically like it's so weird so if that's your sweat then imagine like your fluids from like you know ejaculating i've heard that steroids can shrink a penis as well uh i thought it was the balls oh okay yeah i thought it was. it was the balls the that they shrink the balls um i'm not quite sure about the penis i don't know actually huh huh so one last tip on something you really love to do with a penis or so that you'd recommend to somebody who is not mm. in the porn industry and Maybe has like a really vanilla sex life and you're like, try this. I would try anal. I love anal. So, I mean, but if, like if it's your first time and you're a virgin to it, um, I always suggest like a Hitachi and always warm up. But like because when you're like coming and plus you can have like multiple orgasms with it usually that it's like it kind of makes when you come, you relax completely, you know, so it kind of helps you like open your ass up. <laughs> so would you say when you come, you being penetrated or when you the person penetrating uh wait 
So do you orgasm, experience orgasm when you are? Both ways, yeah. Both. Okay, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. I experience both. Uh, are you saying internal and external? Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I can, yeah, I experience both. Cool. Mm-hmm. The Hitachi comes up all the time. Like so many that. guests are like, <laughs> and people are so passionate about it. It's not just like this toy over here. They're like, the Hitachi. <laughs> <laughs> I literally have one that travels that's battery. I have one for traveling, one at home. Oh like gosh. I feel like, and that's the thing is I'm sure like, like civilian guys are like, what the fuck is that? Like, because it's this giant, like, device. But, like, every woman, I mean, in the industry, for sure, owns one. And then, like, I feel like every woman should own one, 100%. We sell a lot of those on here now. I feel like we need to, start to partner with them or something. <laughs> yes. So what's next for you? I heard you're leaving the industry and going yes. into Yes. So, else. well, I'm in school right now. So um, I'm getting my prerequisites done. Um, I'm in, so I'm still hosting and everything like that. And I do um, my fans only and my triple X Snapchat. So I'm on that. But like, I basically am taking, uh, pulling back more. So, um, and currently just, yeah, focusing on school and getting things done. And I saved a lot of money. So I'm, and I have income coming through those revenues that um, I'm capable of doing it. Do you have a dream career path that um, I actually am like I, I'm trying to figure it out currently, so uh, that's why I just um, want to make sure I focus on getting everything done. That's a good idea. Explore, yeah, and see what changes. you really want to do. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's great. Tell people where they can find you. Uh, my Instagram and Twitter are London Keys. So is my Snapchat, and then uh, my OnlyFans page is London Keys as well. <laughs> I keep it very simple. Awesome. Well, yes. you're such a joy to talk to you. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Yes, thanks for having me. And if you're enjoying Girl Boner Radio, I hope you'll subscribe on iTunes if you haven't and leave us a simple review while you're there. Thank you so much for listening and have a beautiful Girl Boner Embracing Week.